Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. Today we have a new special guest. But it's it's not really a guest. It's Jorge Luis. <laughs> We're going to get a chance to hear his story. Thanks for being with us and let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. This is Cameron Graham Vivanco. And my name is Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Educational Hope and the director of the program in Ecuador, South America. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. And welcome back. We're so glad to have you. Thank you for joining us today on our Hopecast. Yay! Um, it has been an exciting journey, twenty mm-hmm. um, some that we've done. Wow! Can you believe that? I can't. Um, and as we have gotten feedback from some of you, thank you, dear listeners, for actually letting <laughs> us know that we're not alone in a closet <laughs> <laughs> recording a podcast. Thanks for being there. Thanks for being there for us um, and letting us know what would be helpful to, for you to have a better understanding of equals H. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions that I got a couple times was, Cameron, we have heard your story, but we want to hear Jorge Luis's story. Oh, my. Do you have a story, Jorge Luis? I don't, actually. It just appeared Liar! to be here and that's it. <laughs> that the dork just brought you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just delivered in your Delivered in straight as, <laughs> as a, a blessing from heaven that just fell. <laughs> So today we're going to um, just dive a little bit into your story. Oh, man. Who, where are you from? How'd you get involved to Equals Age? We'll start at the beginning. Context is everything. Okay, yes, of course. So who are you? Give us, the, give us the broad strokes and then tell us a little bit about what got you to this point. Perfect. My name is Jorge Luis Rodriguez. Moreno. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because uh, Latins have two last names. Yes, two names and two last names. Two first names, two last names. I think the U.S. could learn something from this (laughs) because their first last name is their father's father's last last name. name. And the second one is their mother's name. Their mother's 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 last last name. name. And so women never change. No one changes their name when they get married. You always have your four names and your two last names are like the... Your lineage, lineage and genealogy. Yeah. Anyway, so that's your so full that name. Gives, that gives you a glimpse that I have actually been born in Latin America, <laughs> raised and born in Quito, Ecuador. Uh, I was born in a Christian home. My parents were very little when they had me. My mm-hmm. mom was 19 and dad was 20. Mm, yes. So pretty young. Very young. Uh, they were Christians. They were already, I think my dad was already serving at church. Maybe he was a youth leader or something. Okay. Um, and when I was when I was five, he was ordained as pastor. Oh, right. Um, yeah. I think the main thing that I learned when I was that little is of how important church life was for a person. What do you mean church life? Like not just going to church, but the community you can find there. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact of, and this is very specific, the fact of how important it is to serve others wherever mm. you go that you are available for others, that you're polite and kind and showing God's love. And, you know, just like being a good person with other people, I think that was really important. I was never forced into going to church. Um, it was never mandatory. Really? It was just, um, I, I remember that the way that they put it down as a card in the, in the table was like, we all, we all need it. Mm-hmm. And because of how much we need it and how much God loves us, this has to happen. This is a must. 
but it's not like you have to go. There were a couple of times where I said, like, I don't want to go, and I will stay by myself. Of you, course, when I was older. Right. But but I could stay back. Mm, that was some wisdom, I think, on your parents' choice. So yes. that kind of made your faith your own. Like My it was, own, that's From true. the beginning, you had to choose what you were going to believe. Yeah. And I think, of course, the relationship. We've talked about relationships so much and about how... Just the one time. Exactly. <laughs> and, and about how important it is to grow in your faith mm-hmm. as a person, mm-hmm. right? We can't do it by our own. I left it at home when my parents were serving and then my brother came um the you one were, that was that you what your brother's how much younger my brother is five years younger okay. than me so when he came along what were you gonna say sorry we we lived with our with my grandma mm-hmm. and grandma used to be super caring for us like mm-hmm. she was doing meals taking us to church uh doing uh, helping us with homework and of course at three o'clock it just it didn't matter what happened we would stop and just either watch a Christian video or read the Bible. So we will study together. At so 3 p.m. While, every yes, day. Oh, wow. I, so because of my parents had to be in church serving and working, because they they were both working for church, uh-huh. um, we will stay with grandma. And she was the, the one that actually, like, brought down all that knowledge that we heard from church mm. and make it as understand in our way uh-huh. as little ones. And helping us to apply what we learned in oh, that wow. way. So I think, and I, I think my dad has preached about it a couple of times in his church. Yeah. About how much he sees the same example as um, Timothy in, in our lives. Mm. How the grandma, the grandma's faith is passed on to the daughter and the daughter passes it on to the grandson. Mm. So it, it's really, really cool. Generational. Generational. Um, yeah, that's it. I think. The main basic part of it is that I've always liked music and arts, and I was always involved in something like that in church. Uh-huh. And I started singing in the church choir when I was eight. Oh, fun. And that was, like, really fun. But I was the only kid between all of adults. Uh-huh. Um, so this was not a junior choir. This is just, No, no, like no. This the was, choir. like, the real choir. <laughs> you know, like, adults, 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 one little one. Yeah. <laughs> So that's how I started serving and then getting involved. I used to be super bored in Sunday school for kids. Oh, really? I couldn't do it because there was things that I already knew. Oh, yeah. In a deeper way than what, what I they were re- saying. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. Like I, I, I knew them in a deeper way. So I remember when my dad was a pastor in a bigger church with other pastors, and it was important for us to be examples for others. Uh-huh. That the main pastor, I was how, how, how old, like 10 or something. And the pastor told us, um, you know, you need, I know you don't like it, but you still need to go to Sunday school. <laughs> and I said, like, I'm not, I don't learn anything there. So he said, like, okay, you're going to prove me that going to church with the adults, you actually learn. So he gave me a little notebook uh-huh. and made me make my own notes about the preaching so that he understands what, how, how much was I taking oh, from wow. it. And I did. And I was allowed to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> allowed to stay in church. Uh-huh. Well, well done. Yeah. You've always been above the curve, uh, ahead of the curve. That's the English <laughs> Dicho. <laughs> ahead of the curve. Yeah. So how did you, um, uh, where did you learn English? English. When I was in, going from fifth to sixth grade, I was moved to a different school. This school uh, here in Quito, it's not a wealth, it's not a, like a, a first class kind of school. Uh-huh. It was a regular private school it yeah. was private 
There are a lot of private schools. There's a lot of private school and a lot of public schools. Mm -hmm. This was a private school and they were, their idea was to get to be bilingual. They never got to be, Uh but they started the process. When I got there, sixth grade, they already had at least four subjects just in English, just in English. So science, just in English, geography, world history, and grammar in English, English grammar. Mm -hmm. Those four were just in English. So I didn't, I didn't even like it. I didn't even like the English. I remember that. When I got there, the English director, like the English department director saw me and she said, like, if I don't tutor you directly, you're not going to pass this oh, four wow. classes. Uh-huh. So she started tutoring me and like intentionally tutoring me yeah. <laughs> and made me watch Disney movies in, in English. Uh-huh. Um, listen to English music. Uh-huh. Read really, really hard English books. Like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde oh, or Alice in Wonderland. Uh-huh. They're not easy to read no. books, you know. So she started teaching me that. And then I was able, of course, because of my dad being a pastor, he was surrounded by many missionaries around, uh-huh. you know. And from HCJB, a huge ministry here, or the Alliance Academy, the school we've already talked about. So um, I was able to practice with them. What I was learning. So teams that came down or missionaries that were here missionaries, full-time. Mainly missionaries that lived here. Uh-huh. I met teams that came down here when I was 16, and I started translating for them. Oh, wow. When we went to the market and they needed someone to help them translate to buy things, and I did that. And after that, the next year, so that was when I was 16. Uh-huh. So when I was 17, the team, the same team came back, and then I started helping them to translate prayers. Um. And then Bible studies. And then I was in charge of the team. So, yeah. That's how it started, actually. Well, how did you, so you you had English at school, and then you were in this bilingual community, mm-hmm. and the teams that came down. So, at what point did you transition to Youth World? I know this, I know this story, <laughs> but how did you get to Equals H? Well, well, getting to Youth World was a huge story, and getting to Equals H is another huge story. <laughs> so let me start. Um, by 2016. I was translating and helping with other mission groups down here, mainly with Baptist churches. And I decided that I wanted to stop being the translator and I wanted to be, I wanted to be part of the mission. I wanted to be the missionary. I wanted to bless and help families and, and churches to grow. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be the one that is doing that and not the, the one that is helping that to happen. Uh-huh. So I applied for, um, yes, for, for an internship. And Texas. And of course, like you know, mm-hmm. and the listeners maybe don't know, but for us Ecuadorians uh, to go to the States, in order to go, we need to have a visa down here. Uh-huh. A visa that is granted by the American uh, government uh-huh. for us to go there just for a visit, even for a visit or for a tourist tourism even, Yeah, trip. you're not allowed to go into the country unless you have permission. Yes, I, not even stepping I one foot on, on the ground unless yep. you have that permit. Yeah. So I applied for it. And it was declined, which is very often to happen. Yes. So it was declined. And I was like, oh, I really wanted to do this. Um, I guess God just doesn't want me to do anything in the ministry. And I stopped. Uh-huh. Continued working with some teams that year until someone told me, you know, there, there, there's the need for, you to, for someone like you to go and do ministry in Israel and Palestine. Mm-hmm. So I was like, too far away. Too dangerous for me, maybe not. 
And this person didn't listen to me. It was actually a college <laughs> teacher, and she didn't listen to me to my no. She applied for me. She filled out the form for me. For you. <laughs> for me. Oh wow! Until one day, she it was a Wednesday, and she told no, it was a yes, a Wednesday, and she told me you have five days because in five days you are going to Israel. <gasps> the tickets already purchased. You're already on the program. You're being trained in two days, and then you go off. You go. Oh, my word. I, I've missed that part of the story earlier. Wow. Uh-huh. When I got to Israel, it was a great, incredible um, experience. Uh-huh. But the way that God called me is it's great to go to another country and surf and, and be part of what God is doing there. But there was a specific blessing that I wanted to be part of, and it's the one of serving my own people, mm-hmm. not needing uh, a bridge. Not You know, the language barrier was huge. So sure. I've just, I was just called to come back to my own country and serving my own people in the way that just one of them can do it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's true. W- when I came back here. <laughs> and thank goodness for Jorge. <laughs> how do you say this? Jorge, can you translate this? Jorgeito. You've been called to the right place. Back exactly. So any, any, anyway, when, when I came back, I decided that I was not going to keep working with the other teams because I wanted, I really intentionally wanted to stop being the translator. Uh-huh. I want to be part of the mission. And they didn't have that option. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of my, my, my duties in, in, in Israel and Palestine was to contact embassies and things and diplomats and things like that. So I had to come back here to the country to do like a tour media in uh-huh. radio and TV. So in one of the TV um, interviews, a friend of mine that it currently was working in Youth World uh-huh. saw me and she was like we need something we need someone like you what you did in Israel is sim- very similar to what we're doing right here so she said like we're looking for summer interns for KidoQuest in Youth World KidoQuest is a ministry from Youth World Youth World is the partial ministry that covers equals age um, they were looking for interns so that they could be team host for summer Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually, when I came back, the first thing that I did was, because I went to school for um, media producing. Uh-huh. So cinema, TV, and radio produ- production. And I was producing a movie. And one of the scenes of the movie was filmed at the Youth World office. Oh. The same day that I had my interview for interning at Youth World. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know any of this. Okay. It was really fun. So first I started as an intern there. Yeah. Great experience. Get to know um, some of the teams from Equals Age, uh, Christchurch School, for example. Because this is Jared. before Equals Age and Keto Quest officially split. Exactly. I think it was in the transition kind the of two, idea. 2007? 16. 16. 16. 17. Yes, 17. You're right. 2017. Yes. Okay. So what else happened? Oh, yeah. The summer was great. Met a lot of most of our ministry sites uh-huh. and many uh, teams and people from the States, really cool people. And I remember Elizabeth Jarrett, this is one for you. I, I remember she said, well, you're not going anywhere. I was like, you don't know that. There's no way that you can know that. And she was like, no, I'm pretty sure about it. Here <laughs> Thank I you, am. Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth Jarrett. <laughs> I hope you're listening. And then, um, and of course the summer end finished and I didn't know that I was able to apply again. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until I was called in March and they told me like, hey, can you apply again? We need you. I did. I did another summer in, in KetoQuest. And then after the summer, during the summer, interns stayed at a home. And I was staying at Cameron's home. What? You were staying at my home? 
<laughs> That's true. We were here for part of the summer, and then we went to the U.S. And you guys, yes. So when when summer <laughs> kept the home fires burning. When summer was over, I was in the beach with my family, and I received a call from Cameron, and I was like, <laughs> "What did I do with the house? Did I break something that like I was worried about it?" And so then you, you said, thought the only reason that I would call you is because I was going to yell at you for breaking something in my house? Because we didn't, like, we knew each other. But we didn't have a deeper relationship. We <laughs> loved each true. other, but we didn't have a deeper relationship. That so I was true. like, oh, my gosh. and Because um, I'm very intimidating. You are. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, what I heard from you was God loves you and we have a plan for you, for your life. <laughs> And that's how it all started. And I was hired as a coordinator of teams, just teams then. Just teams. We didn't have the training part, but we have developed that. Awesome. Yes. (laughs) And that was in the fall of 2018. 18. So coming up on three years, it's only been three years. It's only been three years. No. (laughs) I don't know if that's... I feel like it's five or (laughs) ten. I don't know if that's good or bad. We're going to pretend it it's It feels good. that long. <laughs> We're going to pretend it's really, really It good. has been a lifetime. We've yes. gone through many, many... Many things. Many things. Lots good of civil unrest and the pandemic counts for a decade in and of yes. itself. Let's so. do what we already know. No. Let's change it. We have to change everything <laughs> from, from the ground up. Yeah. So that's how you came to be a part of Equals Age. Yes. What do you What do you like about Equals Age? Gosh. I loved the, the idea of having one little program, micro-scholarship program, that, can, that the result of it is huge mm-hmm. and can truly change and impact the life of someone. And that is, again, through, um, through the relationship. Mm-hmm. I loved how the first thing that I loved, and I really remember this from summer 2017, it's the way that you, Cameron, would come to a ministry site and connect with people as if you were part of them. Mm. And I live here. I have been raised and born, born and raised here. And I did. I couldn't do that. Mm. So that I, I realized of how, how much of a lack of intentionality most of us live in our own countries. Mm. There's this lack of intentionality, this gap that doesn't let you do it. Mm. So I was impacted by that and I wanted to be part of it. And that's what truly I liked. Like Equal Sage is a program that is not just doing things. It's living with people and walking with people, growing with people. That's why mm-hmm. I truly liked about it. Praise God. Well, mm-hmm. I've you, something must have changed because I see yeah. you do it all the time. <laughs> and that's why yeah. you are in the role that you are because you are gifted at creating yeah. those relationships, carrying those relationships, walking with people and being with them. So Praise thanks. God for that. Yes. I think, I think the only thing that sometimes when we are called – the only thing that we need is a little push. Yeah. Just being exposed to something and receive that little push so that you can actually get to do it. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. More than anything, thank you so much for being a part of <laughs> Equals H. Love working with uh-huh. you. Love getting to share your story. If you would like to be a part of Education Was Hope here in Ecuador, um, please go to our website, www.educationwillshope.org. Um, we are lacking funds <laughs> because yes. we don't have any teams for things like Jorjito's <laughs> salary. So if that is something that God puts in your heart, feel free to find that Donate oh, yes, Now please. button. <laughs> but we are, we are confident that God will make it possible um, Thanks because for being you with are us, yes. a deep part of this team. I just want to say thank you. Yes, thank you for being part of this mission and this work. Uh, please join of uh, in any of our media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. 
if you can. Education equals hope. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.